You're listening to Musical Minds, a podcast by Penridge High School students about all things music. You'll be hosted by a variety of young students, giving you the scoop on the latest musical topics and events. Welcome to Musical Minds. I'm Sophia Ketty. And I'm Jane Lafty. And this month on the Musical Minds podcast, we're covering musical events in March. From March 19th through March 21st, Penridge High School is hosting the BCMEA Festival. Throughout these three days, people who audition to partake in select upper-level band, choir, and orchestra groups practice and perform by the end of the festival. Penridge has multiple musicians playing and singing in every group. Good luck to all of those musicians. From March 2nd through March 4th, Penridge is having their yearly musical. This year's musical is Into the Woods, starring our favorite storybook characters including Little Red Riding Hood, Cinderella, The Baker, and Rapunzel. This whimsical story interlines all of them. The many tales of Brother Grimm and Charles Perrault are featured. You can pre-order tickets or buy at the door for $10. March is a busy month for jazz in Penridge. On March 6th, the Penridge High School Jazz Ensemble is competing in a competition called Jazz at the Ridge, which is being held at Penridge High School. And on March 5th, the up-and-coming jazz musicians from the middle schoolers are performing to show off what they got at the high school. Thank you for listening to the musical events this month at Penridge High School. See you guys next month. What's up, Penridge? We're back at it again with another music history podcast. Yes. Today, we are going to talk about the one, only, great, Duke Ellington. Born in Washington, D.C., Ellington was based in New York City from the mid-1920s onward and gained a national profile through his orchestra's appearances at the Cotton Club in Harlem. In the 1930s, his orchestra toured in Europe. Although widely considered to have been a pivotal figure in the history of jazz, Ellington embraced the phrase, beyond category, as a liberating principle and referred to his music as part of the more general category of American music rather than to a musical category such as jazz. Ellington was noted for his inventive use of the orchestra or big band, for his eloquence and charisma. His reputation continued to rise after he died, and he was awarded the Hussamus Pulitzer Prize Special Award for Music in 1999. Some of Duke Ellington's, yes, he said, some of Duke Ellington's most famous songs are Take the A Train, Mood Indigo, and Caravan, which are parent high school jazz and solo playing. Yes, as long as yeah. it's cotton tail and opti pop. Thank you, and see you on the flippity flop. Hey, welcome back, guys, to another episode with the Troublemakers. Today, we're interviewing fellow student Ali Bronston. So how are you doing today, Allie? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me. 
So our first question is, what kind of music programs are you involved in at Penrith High School? Um, I'm involved in mostly the choir programs. I did orchestra my freshman year, but right now I'm in concert choir, girls group, which is like the acapella group, and chamber choir. Why do you choose these programs? Um, I just, I really like music and it's a big part of my life and um, I just want to do as many groups as I can, I guess, and get all the experience. So what do you do outside of school that involves the arts? Um, I love to dance. I've been dancing for about 14 years at the studio, but ever since I was three, I've just been dancing. Um, I take voice lessons outside of school, and I also do the musical, which like happens in school, but it's with another program. Kind of off topic, but what are some of the latest songs that you've listened to? Um, I really enjoy Tame and Paula's new album, and I like Mac Miller, so like just kind of I'm into chill stuff right now. So since you are a dancer, how did you get involved in that? Um, ever since I was three, my mom just kind of stuck me in dance lessons, and it kind of just grew from there. So, you're a bar mitzvah dancer? Yes, that is true. Um, I dance at bar and bat mitzvahs. I actually have one next Saturday, and, um, yeah, that's basically it. I work with a company called All Around Entertainment, and we go to the venue, and we kind of just get kids motivated and pumped up and lead them in, like, little two-step dances on the floor. So, what are some instruments that you've played in the past? Um, right now, I... Just I like to dilly-dally in piano and guitar, and in the past, I actually played cello for six years, but I haven't picked it up in a while. And one final question. What would you like to play if you could choose any instrument? Um, my dad actually has a drum set in the basement, so I'd like to learn how to play drums because it's kind of like the backbone of a lot of music. Well, thank you for sitting down and talking with us, Allie. Yeah, it's really great getting to know your history about music and stuff. And you'll see us next month in another episode. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey guys, it's Caitlin and Julie. Today we are going to be throwing it back into the 1950s. We'll be recapping all the top hits from then to now. The top song of the 1950s was Come Fly With Me by Frank Sinatra. This song was made in 1958. Many artists record covers of this popular song. In the 1960s, the top song was Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. The song was made in 1969. This song was also very popular in the UK. The top song of the 1970s was Wonderful Tonight by Eric Clapton. This song was made in 1978. The song Don't Stop Believing by Journey was a top song in the 1980s. This rock song was made in 1981. The song was covered by the TV musical comedy Glee and debuted at number four on the Billboard charts. The top song from the 1990s was Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. This song was made in the year 1990. The story of this song started when Garth went to meet his friends for lunch and he forgot his money, but his friends had his back. The hit song from the 2000s was The Cupid Shuffle by Cupid. This pop song was made in the year 2007. This is my personal favorite song to dance to from the 2000s. And a decade ago, the top song was Uptown Funk by Mark Ronson featuring Bruno Mars. This pop song was made in 2014. And lastly, this year, the top song right now is The Box by Roddy Rich. So far, the song has been at number one on the Billboard charts for seven weeks.
That's it from us. Thanks for listening. Tune in next month for more. Bye! Good morning, Sunny Ferguson. I'm Travis Geisler here without Bill Jordan. I'm sad to say that Bill could not make it to this month's podcast. Here sitting with me is Mrs. Goshill, and today we're going to ask a few questions. How was your day? I had a great day today, starting with Danny DeVito being on the rock outside of school. Yeah, that was probably one of my favorite moments <laughs> with that rock. Um, this year's concert theme is movies and cinema. From our repertoire, which is your favorite movie? Star Wars. Yes. 100%. 100%. In general, what movie score slash music is your favorite? In general. Any. From any movie. From any movie ever? Yeah. Star Wars is hard to beat because it's so iconic, but my favorites are really anything by Hans Zimmer, too, his famous composer, um, just because he has this, like, way of composing music. It's not beat for beat along with the movie, um, but it supports the yeah. Did he do Interstellar? He did Interstellar. Yes. He works with Christopher Nolan a lot. Um, he does other stuff too, but that's like, that seems to be the magical pairing where it's just everything he cranks out is fabulous. Yeah, I agree. And he does a lot of music too. Mm-hmm. Um, what does music mean to you? I love music because it can appeal to anybody or cause feeling in anybody. We talk about this in some classic musical score that it doesn't have to have words to it. Um, music causes a feeling, and so it's universal, so to speak. Um, and for me, as a movie person, it's a big part of film where you um, can reach your audience, even if they don't understand the plot point or the character, they can understand the music. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's, it's something that, if it doesn't move somebody, uh, I think, what's the point of that? Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, I know that you volunteer to Photoshop students into <laughs> posters to promote the concert. Which Photoshop is your favorite? Um, I don't remember them all. The, um, I really like the, the Last Jedi one where, um, Haley? I think Haley, Haley yeah. and she's pointing up, um, because we ended up using just actually half of her and then, um, D.C. Ridley's legs from the original poster. But the La La Land that you were in also turned out really good. It's so crisp. Um, and I think because the image was already, um, enhanced slightly, like the blueness of the picture and everything it turned out extra crisp and it didn't look as fake when you put uh, an additional person on there. Yeah, that's right. I, the Photoshop were really well. It was really well done. Thank you. I found it. <laughs> Alright. This month's chosen rock song of the month is from the Pink Floyd album, Dark Side of the Moon. The song is brain damaged. Some believe that Dark Side of the Moon follows the sequence of the Wizard of Oz. Brain damage in this theory is a parallel to if I only had a brain. Thank you for listening, and tune in next time. Have a wonderful day. And this has been Teacher Teacher Interviews with Travis and Mrs. Godshaw. Hi, it's Cassidy. And Taylor. Even though we're only two months into the new year, there has been a lot of new music released in 2020 so far. One of the most popular new songs of the year is Yummy by Justin Bieber. It is a pop song about Bieber's new wife, Haley Baldwin. Bieber released a song in the very beginning of the year on January 3rd. He also released a new album named Changes. These are his first releases of any new music since 2015. Also this year, Selena Gomez put out a new album. The album is named Rare and it was released on January 10th. 
It is a pop album that makes you want to dance. It seems to be very popular with the fans so far. It is an album about heartbreak, resilience, and self-appreciation. Gomez is popular because a lot of her fans have grown up with her. She has been making music since 2008. Aside from pop music, great movie scores have been released in the last year. In December of 2019, Little Women was released. The movie has a fantastic score written by Aunt Alexandra Desplat. The orchestral music in the score is beautiful and moving. The score was nominated for a Golden Globe. Desplat has won two Oscars before for movie composition. The music is vibrant and expressive and deserves any awards it may receive. There is still great music being produced all the time. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on this musical journey. Be sure to tune in next month for more new and exciting musical content. See you later, Penridge. We'll be back.